This is the 77 WABC minicast. The number one show on CNBC and the number one show on WABC on Saturdays. Uh, well, Larry, what the heck is going on? The market has gone up seven weeks in a row. Fox, John. Fox. Not CNBC. Fox. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. We, we're going to strike, take that. That, strike, strike that. that off the clip. Strike that. Now it is, now it is the number one show. On Fox, Fox Business. And, it is the number and, one show. And CNBC. And Bloomberg, not that anyone cares. And worldwide and the whole solar system. <laughs> yes. Uh, so the market was up another 1,000 points this week. Enjoy. Interest rates are down. Stocks are up. The Cudlow Trust is doing very well. I've forgotten what it feels like to have a good stock market. So just enjoy. Enjoy. That's all I can say. <laughs> How long it's going to last, who knows? Doesn't matter. Sit back and relax. And it goes to show you why you should always be uh, invested. Like, I always own the uh, S&P index, the spiders, uh, or you could buy the ETFs, whatever. They're real cheap because, you know, you, if you're not in them, you'll miss rallies like this. And this is a splendid rally, and it's based on falling interest rates. So enjoy. It's a wonderful thing. Wealth creation is a wonderful thing. 150 million investors did very well the last uh, six or seven weeks. It's a wonderful thing. Why is there such arguments amongst the Fed themselves? Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm not sure what the argument is inside. I mean, I think these guys uh, probably are suggesting that they're going to move faster to lower their target rate uh, than they actually are going to move. I mean, the market is now pricing in seven rate cuts on the Fed funds policy rate. You're not going to get seven rate cuts next year. You're not. Uh, Their own internal numbers suggest uh, three or four rate cuts. I I don't even know if you'll get that. John Williams, the president of the New York Fed, where I started my career 50 years ago, he said, hold on a second, you're going too fast. But really, this was not, this rally is not a function of the Fed. This was a function of the decline in 10-year bond yields, which went from over 5% of five, six, seven weeks ago to now less than four. I think the bond uh, finished about 390 or 392. And it's interesting, too. Energy prices are down, and commodity indexes are also down while interest rates are down. There's a little bit of deflation in the air. And you know what? The Fed should not be scared of deflation because Biden and the Fed have given us high inflation for three years. So if prices fell for a change, that wouldn't be such a bad thing. And the economy will be much slower next year. But it doesn't matter. This is a situation where be glad you're invested. And for those people that think they can outguess the market, on a daily or weekly basis, this is a good lesson why you can't. This is a good lesson why passive investing always does better than active investing, with very few exceptions. Understood. Now, uh, what else would you like to tell the American people as far as uh, 2024 elections? I mean, uh, they're very hazy. It looks like uh, Trump uh, will have it locked in. Rudy Giuliani, I mean, he got 
uh, kick this uh, this afternoon. He got another $150 million judgment. Um, you tell us. Well, I can't speak to the Rudy thing. I, I don't. That broke actually while our show was going on. Um, Trump is the prohibitive front runner in the primaries. He will win the primaries, in my opinion. His court cases are going to be pushed way back. Special counsel Jack Smith made a big mistake rushing off to the Supreme Court uh, for presidential immunity and related matters. But that's fine because this is phony baloney anyway. Joe Biden wants to lock Trump up for 750 years. Not going to happen. But he's the prohibitive favorite. And he's actually, you know, uh, he's ahead in the polls against Biden. He's winning in the swing states uh, by, depends, three, four, five, six, seven, eight points. He's winning nationwide. So I'd say he's got better than 50-50 chance right now to be the next president. But he's the prohibitive frontrunner. The Iowa caucuses, um, they're coming up. I think it was it less than 30 days, something like that. And New Hampshire will follow quickly. And hopefully we can, you know, get all that uh, out of the way. And then Trump can just uh, aim all his guns on Joe Biden, who's made a complete hash of it. I mean, look, today you've got this whole story about the 10 IEDs that were found on the Mexican-U.S. border. 10 IEDs, okay? And these Democrats are negotiating in the Senate with Jim Langford, Senator Langford, who was on our show last night, uh, and they can't make a deal. And they should be trumped up. They should build the wall. They should go back to remain in Mexico. They should go back to Title 42 because there's so many diseases that can come across the border. They need to secure the border. They need to restore sovereignty. This is going to be a very key point in these elections. Uh, Biden has made a hash of it, just like he's made a hash of it in the Middle East, just like he's now trying to micromanage the uh, Israeli IDF because they try to wipe out Hamas. He's renovated Iran, which is a terrible idea. He cut and ran against Afghanistan, which was a terrible idea. I mean, he's got a lot of problems out there. And I think Trump right now is in very good shape. These are polls, not votes. I get that. They're snapshots of what folks are thinking. But I think people would like to see a little peace and prosperity. That's what I think. And they'd like to see what I call Trump tough. Trump tough on the border. Trump tough in the Middle East. Trump tough with China. Uh, and Trump tough with drill, baby, drill. All these things, these chickens are coming home to roost. And I have a feeling that Trump's polls being so, uh, doing so well is one of the factors behind this stock market rally in the last six or seven weeks. It could be. It could be the anticipation of a Trump, Trump administration. That's correct. That is correct. <laughs> well, thank you, Larry. And we'll be listening tomorrow morning, 10 o'clock. <clears throat> yeah, 10 to 10, noon. 10 o'clock to 1, oh, 1 o'clock. 10 to 1. 10 to 1. WABCradio.com yeah. worldwide. And on don't your iPhone. Me, don't give me 10 to 2. I'll never make it. Yeah. 10 to 1. <laughs> 10, 10, 10 to 1. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> Thanks, Larry.